Most atlases concentrate on the large land masses around the Pacific Rim and give short shrift to the thousands of islands scattered across the Pacific. Only the mounted globe on its pedestal gives a clear impression of the enormous size of this area. Even then, you've got to have sharp eyes and a good light to find Samoa, the Cooks, Tonga, Vanuatu, and the Solomons. To say nothing of Kapinga Marangi, Mauki, Funafuti, or the Trobriands. There are, of course, such well-known tourist destinations as Hawaii, Tahiti, Fiji, and perhaps New Caledonia. Most of the other islands, if their names are known at all, are seen as virtually inaccessible to all but the most dedicated adventurer. Even the most experienced independent travelers interested in the rich variety of island cultures have been a little skeptical about setting out for the Solomons, Micronesia, Tonga, or Papua New Guinea. But this is changing, and we hope this book makes it clear that the islands of the Pacific, including Fiji, are comfortably accessible. Major airlines go to the administrative centers of nearly all the island groups, and, once there, domestic sea and air services open up the most remote outer areas. Facilities range from acceptable to excellent. People are friendly, English is widely spoken, and, other than malaria in parts of Melanesia, preventable by prophylactic medication, there are few health problems. Happily, too, the U.S. dollar remains reasonably strong against most island currencies, and, except for French Polynesia or perhaps New Caledonia, there are surprising travel bargains in the Pacific. The U.S. dollar is the most easily converted currency in the world, whether in cash or traveler's checks. And you'll be surprised at how many places off the beaten path will quickly accept credit cards. In reporting prices, we consider the current exchange rate and quote costs in U.S. dollars. Getting there. By sea. There is nothing quite like standing on the deck of a ship, watching your first Pacific island change from a smudge on the horizon to solid reality. Unfortunately, if cruise ships aren't for you, you'll find that getting passage on a freighter is difficult. Most freight lines would rather load on a few more containers and forget about passengers. The only ships which may still carry passengers into the further reaches of the Pacific are a few French cargo vessels that call at East Coast U.S. ports before heading for the South Pacific via Panama. To find a freighter, a good source is Freighter World Cruises Incorporated. Their U.S. phone is 626-449-3106. They can also assist in arranging passage on the splendid Aranui, the ship that sails from Papiti to the Tuamotus and Marquesas. From Japan, Caroline Ship and Tiger Lines go into Micronesia. There are travel agencies specializing in this sort of sea venture. Try Pearl's Freighter Tips, 175 Great Neck Road, Suite 306F, Great Neck, New York, 11021. On the West Coast, try Maggie Horn, 601 California Street, San Francisco, California, 94108. Then, of course, there are berths on private yachts, and judging from the number of yachts seen all over the Pacific, a chance to crew is a possibility. You've got to have plenty of time, though, and a modicum of experience 
to become a share expense crew member. To further this possibility, read the classifieds in yachting magazines and visit the big yacht clubs on the West Coast, particularly in Hawaii. By air. First do some homework on the places you want to go. Then choose a travel agent not preoccupied with cruises and collective touring. Find someone patient and tolerant enough to get the best deals on advance purchase tickets. Circle Pacific tickets, which allow multiple stopovers or seasonal round-trip economy fares. A good agent can do all this, plus take advantage of current airline price wars, and can help you with such technical questions as minimum stopover clauses and bargain seats that are rarely available. Consider starting from Hawaii. Get the first scent of the tropics in Honolulu. 